Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or just so happen to find this recording, and welcome to the Marvel Men Podcast, a show where a bunch of us nerds talk all things related to the MCU 24-7-365. three I'm your co-host, Tommy DeVito, joined by my co-host, Zach Benasolo. What up? And Alex DiCarlo. Ah, <sighs> oh, that was a good nap. <laughs> So today we're actually coming out with you with a the first episode and I guess a new series, I guess if you want to call this, called Multiverse Mega. What this is, is we talk about basically because we know all these news rumors and stuff come out and theories come out all the time. So much so where it's like, okay, what what do we cram into an episode? What do it, what gets its own individual episode? So this is going to be like a more structured format of I guess talking about all news, rumors and updates that come out. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh welcome to this mega. Yep. Feels like I was coming out of hibernation right there, just just like a bear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, because the first thing on our agenda, this was announced. Well, I guess it was yeah, so, yeah, so for our first in- installment of Multiverse Mega, uh, what's on the docket for today? We got quite a few things. Our first thing is something that was reported via the Hollywood reporter in correlation with Marvel Studios. They, so there's been a, quite a few amount of delays due to the ongoing writers and actors strikes. Ah, uh, shit. So, Loki season two is fine. That's not changing. At all. So, what if season two, which was supposed to come out in early 2023, is now coming out Christmas 2023, but they didn't give an exact date. Whether it's Christmas Day or it's just going to be on just around the week of Christmas or something like that. I, I don't know. Uh, but it's not just, but it's not just what if season two that got delayed. <laughs> nope. So echo, which was supposed to come out in November 29th of this year is now coming out in January of 2024. No specific day has been released, but we know January. Yes. And also, but here's another big thing about a certain show called Agatha. Yes, the WandaVision. The title style. has been changed once again. This is the third, it, this is the second time yes. they've changed the, the title. It was a first, it was announced as Agatha House of Harkness. Then at Comic Con last year, it was then announced to be Agatha Coven of Chaos. And now it has been released to just Agatha Darkhold Diaries, which uh, is going to be coming out in early fall of 2024, which apparently it's. Apparently, the rumor is that it's leading up to a Halloween special about like like some of like the witches. I don't know how true that is, but it, but like early fall would put it would be a good release time, especially because like Halloween time. So yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it it was even really interesting that they actually delayed the premiere of uh of X Men ninety seven. They did yes to early twenty twenty four. They just just said early twenty twenty four. There's nothing. That, that that's all we know that animated show now these three have been removed from the schedule entirely with indefinite release dates so first those, up, Daredevil, those three are iron heart wonder man starring yaya abdul mateen the second funny as, how they never officially announced it yeah, funny and also never, we got ben kingsley coming back as trevor slattery funny, and the third like, one is is of course Daredevil born again. Yep, because Daredevil wasn't finished filming. Ironheart did finish filming, but it was just initial principal t- photography. They still have to do like 
any reshoots or anything they need the actors for, they can't legally call them in right now because they're on strike. So, so yeah. So those three have been delayed, which also, funny thing is, I don't think they ever officially announced Wonder Man. Really? Yeah, like they, yeah, because like it's never been announced like a Comic Con or D23, which is known by like reports from like the Hollywood Reporter and everything and Deadline and Variety saying like Wonder Man and who characters we know are going to be in it. So, Hmm. so yeah, so basically saying, and there's been no word on any of the movies. So right now, Loki, so basically what we have coming out for the rest of this year, Loki season two, starting on October 6th. The Marvels, November 10th, that's not getting delayed, has not been delayed apparently since they released another trailer for it. And there is, it still says November 10th. So I feel like at this point now, if they were to delay it, now would be the time to say so. Because other because if they don't, it's going to be pretty freaking embarrassing. If it's like October and they say, "Oh, this movie we had coming out next month," yeah, it's it's delayed. Hmm. That's just emba- that would be embarrassing. And what if season two? Which I'm going to be honest, I completely forgot about that show. Yeah, I mean, you, I was gonna you, you forgot you forgot that one too, eh? I also forgot this other show, which apparently is still in development despite reports of it being canceled. Spider-Man freshman year. Wait, apparently, really? That, apparently, that what they on, said, I, the only update that was on it was that, yeah, they're still working on it. But that's all we've heard. But, because the whole thing about, like, under, like, I guess, animators and stuff like that, like, people being laid off, which I guess leads to another, I guess, to our next topic, VFX artists are now looking to unionize. Oh, yes, and especially... Okay especially with what's been going on at Disney right now. And, and I may as well say this now, shout out to, uh, to film theory for, uh, for making a certain video that they put up on their YouTube channel. You should check it out. It's, uh, it's, I think it's, I think it's very vital to, to this episode today. Uh, from what Disney has been doing nowadays, it's, it's not really looking good. Nope. Absolutely not, especially because they're being sued. Ooh! Oh, wow. man, that... I gotta tell Basically... You, I, I, I don't know about you boys, but, but I'm hearing uh, I'm hearing some hammers. Go, I'm hearing some hammers in the distance. Yep, because apparently... <laughs> well, the, it's slight, but I, th- but, I think Di- but I think Disney's really starting to dig their own grave. I mean, I'm sorry, but... Yes, you're done. Yep, because... Yeah. Let me tell you this. So they're being sued. It's not about anyone with Marvel. It actually has to do with Avatar The Way of the Water. So I guess the one of the VFX companies that helped make it, I guess they were like promised a certain amount from like streaming and they have not seen any of the streaming numbers or like any of the profits they were supposed to make from the streaming for Avatar 2. So, damn. Damn. And apparently yep. the from the strikes this is apparently how much it would cost, how much Hollywood would need to spend for for the strikes to both the writers after strikes and pretty soon I guess the VFX strike as well, because that's apparently coming up since now through this. So So let me tell you this. So basically the annual will revenue so okay, seriously, I'm gonna break this down because I'm looking at a chart. Of everything, so for the proposals for WJAA and the SAG-AFTRA, 
for basically they want in of Disney's yearly revenue, they would want seventy two million is what the union's looking for. The annual revenue for Disney is eighty two point seven billion. So basically the calculations for that means it is point zero it's zero point zero eight eight percent. Less than one percent for Disney a year. That's it. Less than one percent of their yearly revenues. They make eighty two point seven billion dollars a year. I mean, come on. That's easy. Netflix, I'm just gonna go Netflix. off them all here. Netflix makes a total of sixty five million. Oh, I'm sorry, not, not 65 million. That's how much they want that writers and actors want from Netflix's yearly revenue. They want 65 million. They make 31.6 billion dollars a year, Netflix. Damn. So that is what about the studios? Yeah, I'm getting to them, but hold on, I'm saying the, the percentage of this, because people might not know like the percentage of like is that good or bad, or how much are they asking for, if that's unreasonable or not. So for Netflix, they're asked basically what I from the numbers I just said. That would be 0.206%. Once again, less than 1% of their right. revenue. I have to think, I have to say that's all, that's pretty fair. If anything, they're asking for two less, but that's just me. Warner Bros. Discovery, they make a total of 40, I'm sorry, the writers and actors are asking for 45 million from their yearly revenue. And Warner Bros. Discovery a year makes 43.1 billion. So they are asking for 0.104%. Again, less than 1% of what they want. Paramount, they, they're asking for $43 million of their yearly revenue. They make $30.2 billion a year. That's 0.143%. Again, less than 1%. NBC, yeah. NBC Universal. They're the writers and actors. They want thirty-three million. I'm sorry, not, sorry, not not all of them. When I say it's not all of them individually, the union as a whole wants this. So the unions want thirty-three million from their yearly revenue for NBC Universal. They make one twenty-one point four billion a year. I honestly think that's literally more than Disney. That's the most. And they're asking for which the, the equivalent of what they want from what they make is 0.027%. Less than 1% again. Notice a trend here. Amazon. Yeah, I mean, I'm sensing a pattern. Yeah, I'm sensing a pattern here. Yeah, Amazon. too. Yeah, Amazon, it, they make their the the WGA and the SAG-AFTRA are asking for 31 million of their yearly revenue. Amazon makes makes 514.0 billion a year. Damn. And the equivalent of what they're asking for from the yearly revenue is 0.006%. That's what that would be. Again, what? Less than 1%. Jesus Christ. Sony makes 24 million. I'm sorry, not 24 million. That's not what they make. Sony, they're what they want 24 million from Sony's yearly revenue. They make $88.8 billion a year. That's 0.027%. Less than 1%. And Apple, the unions want $17 million from the, their yearly revenue. Apple makes $394.3 billion a year, which is the equivalent to they're asking for 0.004%. All of them are less than 1%. Not only that, too, but they're asking for 
Not only that, yeah, that is not even a dent in their yearly revenue. That's barely anything to that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, here's the thing. From what we've been seeing of Disney's track record, it is it is definitely on a downward spiral ever since uh ever since what happened three years ago. Ugh. Oh, man, oh, but it. you cannot. Yeah, you but say the problem. It's almost as if Bob Bob Iger knew that COVID was coming, and then Bob Chapat had started to step in, and then he got fired on a Sunday night, and then Ooh. Bob Iger came back, and everything is worse ever since. Well, I think it's also just because Bob Bob Chapek took a lot of risks when he was running Disney and he put out a lot of took a lot of risks and not a lot of them and the majority of them did not pay out the way he intended and like they weren't it wasn't very good for the company. So Bob Iger came back and so he's sort of like on damage control, but damage still, control. And again, I'm not supporting trying to hide the disasters that they're creating in the first place. And they're not even showing oh, yeah. the streaming numbers as well cuz the writers and actors, one of their concerns is AI, because basically, because so, like when you sign a contract, you're apparently you're essentially also signing your face and your voiceover. Like the one, like the one report I have seen of an official signing for that was James Earl Jones. He signed a, a deal with Disney, where even after his passing or even after he retires from acting, that they have permission to use his voice and use AI to like make like a modulated replication of his voice for Darth Vader anytime they want he signed it and he agreed to it wow yeah so basically saying this is like a big concern basically because you can put your because now with ai like they scan like your faces they scan your voice they want it all so they can recreate it if they need to and that's like being put in contracts that's something they're again about but also streaming numbers they do not share the streaming numbers so that's why they can't make an argument so like they want to see the streaming numbers because they do well in stream mm-hmm but another big thing, because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. When Bob Chapek took over as Disney CEO all the way back in 2020, I mean, there were some pros to it. I mean, we've seen like a lot of new things and things and less and less like content from like from what we've seen from before. But with Bob Iger coming back, I, I mean, I just keep thinking to myself, with all these recently announced projects coming from like all companies within Disney, I, I, I keep thinking to myself, is it really necessary nowadays? Like, like, who, like, I'm like, seriously, like, who would want a Toy Story 5 or a, or a Zootopia 2? I'm like, or Frozen 3. Yeah. Because, no. like, that was some of the first stuff he did, he announced when he came back. Yeah. I mean, it's just goes to show how greedy the Hollywood is. Like, the numbers I just read, that's how freaking greedy, like, it is not, it is not even a dent in any of these studio, studios' yearly revenue. That's barely a dent. They want less than 1%. Honestly, it is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, if and they were fact- asking for, like, 20% of their yearly revenue, then, yeah, I could understand. Maybe I would understand that more. But, no, it's less than 1%. Like, this could all be over. Because, like, they should know three years ago we had COVID. 2020 happened. Things got delayed left and right because we could not – it was not safe to be filming. So, basically saying – and then there's all COVID restrictions as well when we're zooming film. We up in like the last year is when we finally back to no COVID restrictions and filming on a regular basis before COVID ever happened. And now this is happening again. COVID, there was nothing they could do about that. It was it's a pandemic. There was nothing they could do about that. This they can, and they're choosing not to. Like they should know firsthand having the same thing happen twice within a five year span 
of stuff being delayed because you have nothing to put out there because you can't be filming or writing, they should know at this point, okay, that's not good to have it happen twice in five years. Like, like do better, Hollywood. Honestly, mm-hmm. these studios, yeah. listen, give them what they want. They deserve it. They're making your things profitable. For a second, I thought you were gonna go full full on Dave Bautista when uh, when he uh, when he when he when he just like stormed in there in WWE, going like, "Give me what I want, want, give me what I want." Exactly. Thank you, Zach. A four thousand or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, uh, moving on. But okay. I think what was I gonna say? There's also been some uh, recent reports going around about the recent conclusion to the multiverse saga. That being, of course, Avengers Secret Wars. Now, we've said it before, we'll say it again, take this rumor with a huge grain of Massive. salt. A multiverse-sized so grain of salt. Yes. Massive. <laughs> I get it. Sodium because, the, because there's a rumor going around that, that Avengers Secret Wars could potentially reboot the mcu as we know it because with all the multiverse and the incursions that is a i mean i think that could be smart if it's done very lightly in the sense of like the x-men like because apparently there's all rumors oh we're gonna have all these returning actors from the fox x-men universe or whatever they're called the fox men that's what they call them this that universe has now been dubbed Mm -hmm. basically saying so this could be like a way of like, okay, like when they finish, like when they defeat Kang and I guess like Earths get restored, something will happen like the timeline. Like, oh, the X-Men have always been here. They'll just pull like a flash or something like that. Like, oh, it's always been like this now. And then like only certain people remember what it was before. Which, that could be cool. I mean, if they do it right, but I don't know. But also too, because they'd have to reboot like certain, like this is a way to bring other characters back with different actors, like potentially Iron Man. I hope not. But still. I mean, then again, who knows what's going to happen. But if Marvel Studios pulls their cards right, we could be in for a good. We could be in for a good movie. Yeah, like you said that, and like then because then like you do like a reboot or something like that. Then you do something maybe like a mute, like a mini, like maybe phases seven and eight. You do like Apocalypse and like the mutant saga, or something like that, or phase seven just be the mutant saga. That'll be its own thing. Where we get okay, the new timeline with the new with the Fox and the X. I'm sorry, not the Fox, but the X Men put in. See this? Who remembers stuff coming together? It's sort of like an epilogue to the multiverse saga, and then maybe like set up Galactus. Because I feel like that would be a great, like for what I'm, I know, until they give like a Galactus movie a name, I'm calling that Avengers Armageddon. Mm-hmm. I'm dubbing that now. But I'm just thinking, like, what do you guys think? Do you think, do you guys think uh, Avengers Secret Wars would be, you know? That could be a way to do it. But, but then again, I mean, we don't even know how um, how Secret Wars will play out, because then again, it doesn't come out until 2027. Potentially even later, because we got Kang Dynasty 2026. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is this. Also, too, because there's also a reason why, if it is true, why they're bringing all these Fox actors back, for like Deadpool 3 and potentially Secret Wars. So, you know, the only confirmed return we have is Hugh Jackman as Wolverine for Deadpool 3. That's all we have confirmed. Nothing more. Nothing, nothing less. More, That's all nothing we have. Less. 
So basically saying there's actually a reason why they have to bring some of these actors back because the Fox, because I mentioned this before in our, when, when we were talking about WandaVision in our show ranking list for phase four, I guess here's the point where I guess I can fully go in depth with this. So Marvel cannot legally recast some characters that are X-Men because, because when Disney bought Fox, Disney was not, not Fox, not Disney, sorry. Fox was not done with their, with their universe. Dark X-Men, Dark Phoenix was not meant to be the finale. Same thing with New Mutants, but I feel like that was its own standalone thing. I don't know. But Dark Phoenix was not meant to be the finale of that universe. Because if you watch the end of that movie, Gene supposedly supposedly disappears, and Charles Xavier, who's played by James McAvoy in this, retires as Professor X. So, and if you watch X-Men Days of Future Past, when, when Logan wakes up, Gene is still there, and Professor X is teaching the school again. So they probably have like another movie or two planned. For the for like the prequel stuff, but also in the in the old timeline with Lo- where Logan took place, they had plans for an X twenty three project starring Daphne Keen, a Keen who played Laura, aka X twenty three, aka Talent. Hmm. They had a plan for and potentially an Alpha Flight project, but I feel like that could have been um part of the Daphne Keen the X twenty part of the Talent X twenty three Talent project. Because basically, if you don't know who Alpha Flight is. In the comics, they're basically like a Canadian group of superheroes. And in Logan, they're saying we have to get to the Canadian border. So that was just a theory I saw going around that they were going to Alpha Flight. Is who Talon and her friends were going to. So I don't know. But that was the business. They had more projects planned. And these actors were signed on for these things. Now, when Disney bought Fox, all the contracts are not just nullified. You, you inherit everything when you buy a company. You, that includes their debt. And they're like, you don't just inherit their assets. You don't just, you're not paying for their assets. You also inherit their debt. So meaning any debt that company has to another company, you now have this debt that you have to pay eventually. And you have their contracts as well. So meaning by law, they cannot dishonor these contracts because, because first off, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought here. Like, cause basically, so that's also like why in, Actually, I'm going to provide you an example. So if you saw the movie Batman Forever, that was the Val Kilmer Batman movie, Marlon Wayans, the actor, was supposed to play Robin in that movie. Now, if you watch that movie, Marlon Wayans is not in that movie as Robin. That doesn't happen. But he had a contract, and it was said that he was supposed to play Robin in that movie because he he was officially signed on for that to play that character, and he was not used. He now, basically, because of, like, the contract was dishonored for WB. Every single time Robin is used in any project from that movie onward, Marlon Wayans gets paid for it. It's so basically saying, even though he had nothing to do with the production. So like shows like Teen Titan, like all the Teen Titan shows, Titans, Young Justice, Marlon Wayans got paid for that because Robin was in those projects and he and he got paid for it. And to this day, and Batman Forever came out years, came out decades ago. Wow. Be eight years to be precise. Exactly. And he's still getting paid to this day. So basically saying it's sort of like, so basically they could recast the X-Men, but then legally then like, like I'm going to give you a perfect example. Like in WandaVision, we saw Quicksilver was played by Evan Peters. That wasn't Mm -hmm. just to to mess with people, even though it ended up being revealed to be Ralph Boner, something like that. 
even though it was a version of Quicksilver, it legally it had to be Evan Peters because he still had an active contract. Or actually, we can give out another example. Okay, go ahead. From in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, when when we were introduced to the Illuminati, they brought Professor Charles Xavier into the fray. And the reason being, they actually had they actually brought back Patrick Stewart, who portrayed Professor X since since the X-Men's first movie all the way back in 2000 for the for this movie. I actually don't know if that one actually falls in this category only just because we know his last appearance as professor X before this was Logan and he died and, and his character died in that. But then again, he has come back to life before there and heck. I mean, X-Men did X-Men last stand and then he's back in Wolverine. Anyway, it's mm-hmm. like they just wanted to sign a new contract with him or they had him signed on for another project that took place in between dark Phoenix and days of future past timeline. I don't know with that one because like Hugh Jackman, like his last contract was Logan. And that was it. He signed a new contract for Deadpool three, but like for like Quicksilver, Evan Peters had to play him. Like if they had Aaron Taylor Johnson or anyone else play Quicksilver in WandaVision, they would have had to pay Evan Peters for every episode Quicksilver was in. So, like, unless they want to, like, I'm going to use this as an example. Like, Sophie Turner, who played Jean Grey, she probably still has an active contract with it, with them. So, if they were to, say, recast her and, and cast somebody else as Jean Grey, like, I've seen a lot of rumors of, like, Sadie Sink playing Jean Grey. It's been, like, a, or that's a fan cast. Like, if they were to replace her with anyone, every time Jean Grey would be used in the future, Sophie Turner would get paid for it for every appearance, even though she had nothing to do with it. So that's basically money that they would have to spend that they wouldn't have to. So Secret Wars might just be a way of dumping in all the active contracts they still have to conclude the multiverse. Okay, we have heroes from across the multiverse coming in with the actors, with the act- with their active contracts, use up their contracts, fulfill their contracts, and then start over with a potential reboot. Then again... We don't know who's going to be a part of the soft reboot since, uh, you know. If it's true, they could just say, like, no, and then they just bring some heroes over. Because I remember that's, in, in the comics, Secret Wars is what brought, like, people, characters like Miles Morales into Earth-616. Hmm. But the other big question is, is how they're going to use a certain group of family members that we're going to be seeing in the MCU very, very soon. The Fantastic. Oh, I'm pumped for the Fantastic Four. Of course, and the thing, if the strikes didn't happen, we would have ha- probably had an announcement at Comic Con, assuming Marvel Studios went. Because I don't think they're gonna have anything for D23. Like they may show a new trailer for the Marvels and Loki season two, but no, they I cannot. Think, I think that's all what they're possibly. I think that I think that's uh, what they're possibly gonna do with the uh, maybe company. the trailer for What If season two. I feel like the stuff that's been finished and is ready to come out, they could, but they can't. It's going to be weird because like, they're not going to be able to have the actors there to do interviews with them. They can't have any of the writers. They cannot credit anyone because then they have to pay them. If they announce, oh, yeah, this act, this writer was working on this project, they would then have to pay them, even though because they're on strike, so like, for crediting them. So basically saying it's going to be pretty hard for them to do something. Like, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they skip out on D23. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would not be surprised with that. Yep. But yeah, the Fantastic Four. We've had some rumors going around, and apparently this past week, there's a rumor for Doctor Doom. Wait, really? 
the rumor has it that that actor Josh Hartnett has been cast as Doctor Doom for Fantastic Four and for Secret Wars. That is only a rumor. I have not, so we shall see. Really? Yes. But from what I've heard, courtesy of of everything always, shout out to him. There are rumors going around about who could potentially play the human torch in the thing. Oh, with the concept art? Because there was like Mm -hmm. apparently concept art that showed Vanessa Kirby as Sue Storm and Joseph Quinn, best known for his role as Eddie Munson in Stranger Things season four, as Human Torch. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if those two are rumored to play to play the Storm siblings, and and given the fact that that both Matt Smith and and Adam Driver are in the running to play Reed Richards, aka Mister Fantastic. The biggest question of all is who would play the rock man himself, Ben Grimm, a.k.a. The Thing. And there is a rumor going around that that I'm trying to remember his name. It's a uh, I believe I believe his name is a uh, if I can if I can look up his name. And he was on this uh, this FX show called The Bear. It's I believe it's on Hulu. Yeah, oh, I'm not really sure. yes, that's here it is. His name is Iban Mas Bakrock. Hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. And from what I've heard, he's in consideration for a role in Fantastic Four, but courtesy of Jeff Snyder on the Hot Mike podcast, shout out to him. It is rumored that he could potentially play either the thing or the silver surfer. Interesting. Because, like, I actually have my own fan casting for the Fantastic Four, Doctor Doom, Silver Surfer, and Galactus. Really? Yes, so for this one, I do have Matt Smith in this, but I don't have him as Mr. Fantastic, although I do think he would be good. I think he'd be better. I think Matt Smith would be better as Dr. Doom. I think he'd be pretty cool because then also, for my fan casting for Reed Richards, a.k.a. Mr. Fantastic, was David Tennant. Wait. The Tenth Doctor himself? I think he would be great as Mr. Fantastic. I think think he'd he'd be great. I'm just saying, that's just me. Like, Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, David Tennant, he's known he's best known for his roles as the tenth the tenth and fourteenth doctor in Doctor Who. He's known for playing Barty Crouch Jr. in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. He's he plays the, the droid Hu Yang in Star Wars the Clone Wars and and Ahsoka. And you know, he was also in a Marvel project before. He was, yes. Yes, he was Kilgrave on Jessica Jones. I think he'd be great though as Mr. Fantastic. Like, I'd love to see him play that character. I mean, but then again, like uh, once the strikes get resolved, and I hope I hope that we finally get our answer as to who will play the Fantastic Four. And yeah, because you have to think maybe they were in, in the process of casting people, but then they were like maybe they had some like people in consideration. They were getting through like, auditions, and then oh, they had to stop because the strikes. But it was before the actors' strike because they were so allowed to to cast people when the writer's strike was happening, but the actors hadn't. Then for, I actually did already mention the Vanessa Kirby and Joseph Quinn for the Storm siblings. For The Thing, I actually think I have Terry Crews as The Thing. Oh, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Oh, yeah, that's what he's best known as. Like, he absolutely, he, has, he just has a very great personality where I feel like he'd be great as Ben Grimm. I could just picture it now. Him, he, he, he would nail it. Oh my God, he would be amazing. I mean, what do you think, Zach? That would be nice. Yeah, that then 
Awesome. Then for obviously I said Matt Smith is Doctor Doom. I think he'd be perfect in that role. Oh yeah, I mean that hopefully better than the one in Morbius. Ugh. Oh yeah, I funny how he even admits that it wasn't good. That Morbius wasn't a good movie. Matt Smith himself even admits it, and he says it in a very mature way. Like yeah, I mean sometimes things things work out, sometimes things don't. Then for Silver Surfer, I actually have Hayden Christensen as Silver Surfer. Really. I think he'd be really good in that role. Plus, also, too, it would be funny if it would be Hayden Christensen because Ewan McGregor was cast as Silver Surfer for a Silver Surfer project that got canceled years ago. <laughs> so that'd be so freaking funny if it was Hayden Christensen. Oh, my God. That... But I, don't, I think Hayden Christensen, like, nowadays, I think he would nail that role. <laughs> oh, man. How the tables would turn if that happens. Yeah, because I honestly think Ewan McGregor would be great as Better Right Bill. Mm-hmm. And then for Galactus, I actually have one of two actors cat in my mind. I would, I would cast either one of these two. Liam Neeson or Christopher Judge. He's best known for his for his for voice acting in the role of Kratos in the God of War franchise. Mm, I, think either one of those, I think both of those actors have very distinct voices, both Liam Neeson and Christopher Judge. So I feel like their voice coming out like a celestial giant. The planet devour i think would be insane like, like oh, oh yeah that would be that would be amazing to see but i heard rumors going around that antonio banderas may be in the running to play galactus i did see that yes i mean in the end we shall see but any rumor you see about a casting right now assume it's fake because they legally cannot be casting anyone right now actors they cannot be accepting roles it's part of things they can't be promoting the projects they're in either. So meaning like Brie Larson, Tayona Paris and, and Iman Vellani are not going to be promoting the Marvels. If the strikes are still going on, they're not going to do any interviews for it. Same thing with like Tom Hiddleston, Owen Wilson and, and Owen Wilson. Like they're not going to be doing interviews for Loki season two. when that comes out, if the strikes are still happening, I, I was going to say Jonathan majors, but I don't know. Cause also Jonathan majors court date is in a few days. A new one yeah so but that who knows how that's gonna, gonna go but yeah hopefully the 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 person the alleger is in the country this time because it got delayed a month last time because it's supposed to be in the beginning of august but then his ex-girlfriend who's been accusing him of everything who apparently allegedly assaulted him and fled the country so now it's at the point where okay so then it got delayed to september 6th it is currently September 3rd, the day we're recording this. That would be make it Tuesday. Right? No, not today. No, it's actually a Sunday. All right, I'm sorry. So it's Wednesday. As of this recording, yeah. Yeah, so as of this recording, Wednesday will be his court date. Let's see how that goes. But anyway, I think that's just about it. Oh, but it gets worse. On Aside from uh, from all the controversy around Jonathan Majors, there's still rumors going around that the, that the writers for the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars may have been fired. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard about this. Jeff, about Jeff that Loveness. too. And Michael Waldron, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's for the better of the movie, okay, because I would like the writers for those two movies, and it's a two-parter, to be working together. The writers and the directors. Like, one thing that made Infinity War and Endgame so good was that they had the same person, the same people working on them both. In this case, being the Russo brothers. Yes, because they set things up and they answered them the way they wanted to. It wasn't like the Star Wars sequel trilogy where J.J. Abrams set things up Ryan Johnson didn't want to pay those things off and he wanted to go in a different direction. Then J.J. Abrams had to take over and, and steer things back with what Ryan Johnson did to finish the things the way he did. And it was just a mess. 
of a transfer. So and the worst part is they didn't have a plan. Exactly. Like so I hope that the writers and the directors of Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars, I hope that it's the same team working on them both for the benefit of a better story. So learn from your success, Marvel, what you did with Infinity War and Endgame, some of the highest grossing movies of all time. Endgame's the third highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah. So anyway, I'd say that's about it. Zach, would you yeah, do Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yes, Zach, take it out, you. brother. Thank you. And... Thanks for listening to this podcast. And while you're at it, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Spotify. If we get that going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Plus we are currently in the midst of making our own discord server once. So once we get that set up, we'll, we'll make the announcement very, very I meant soon. The discord. I meant discord. <laughs> yes. yeah, we're, on Spotify. Yes. we're also trying to expand to other platforms, but as of now, you can follow us on Spotify, but may as well say it now. In the meantime, and in the in-between time, we are the Marvel Men, and we will see you on this side of the multiverse next time. Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of Multiverse Mega. We'll be back with the next one. Bye.